Today's Chazar Amid is Mem Zayin Amid Beis, and we'll start from the, where the Sugi starts. It starts on Mem Zayin Amid Aleph. We'll go a little quick from the beginning. Levi Bashmuel. Levi Bashmuel, Ashikhinu Rabbi Abel, Ravuna Barachiyah, Davakami Apisku de Beirav. Levi Bashmuel found Rabbi Abel, Ravuna Barachiyah, that were standing on the doorway of Beiravuna, the Beiravuna, of Ravuna's house, or maybe Ravuna's base Benrish. Tarsim are craftsmen. As she says, they could be um, weavers or or um, copper workers, and they would go from place to place to ply their craft. And they would bring along a bed, and this was a portable bed. So the cot, they didn't have like these folding beds. You know, they would have a a bed that they could assemble and disassemble. And the question was, could you? Reassemble a mitashel tesiim. That's his question. Amalei shabadami. They said it's fine. You can reassemble the mitashel tesiim. Also, the comment of Yehuda Amar Harav Shmuel Tavaya Max the mitashel tesiim b'shabes chayef chatas. If somebody reassembles a mitashel tesiim, he's chayef chatas. This is the rice. And like Tesis points out, like we see in the Gemara, it's really a discussion. There's really two cases: if it's tight or if it's loose. So basically, Taisa says, it's not like one, the same case that he holds as Deraisa, that he holds as Mutter. The tight ones are Machlaikis if it's Deraisa or Derabanan, and the loose ones are Machlaikis if it's Derabanan or Mutter. But that's the Machlaikis. So that brings Braises to both sides. May say, they ask the Kasha, Max the Kanan, Knei Menorah, B'Shabbos, Kayim, Chatas. That's similar to Mitashet Tassim. You reassemble a Menorah. You have a portable Menorah, somewhat portable. Right? That's the case we had earlier. The Gedail and the Ketana we had with the Berich and the Rishlakish. And seemingly the Gedail, the one that was hard to carry, you, had, you needed two hands to carry it, was one that, for transportation purposes, they would make it out of Prakim, they would make it out of different parts, which you could reassemble. You reassemble it on Shabbos, it says, However, if you have an extendable paintbrush, where the Sayyadim would have to paint, would have to brush the Sid, the limestone, on, on the house, and they would have very high ceilings, right? And what they would do is, they would have different settings, different um, lengths for the, for the brush handle, which you would screw together. So that's different. That the Bryce says, that the Bryce says, is an Isadara Banan. And the reason for the difference is, when you assemble a bed, the bed is meant to be used assembled. A disassembled bed is worthless. You know, I mean, you know, it could assemble it, I'm saying, but it's not, can't be used. An assembled bed is perfect, right? So that's a complete binion. As opposed to a extended, extendable uh, handle to a paintbrush, it's not like when you screw the pieces together, so now you have a handle, when you don't, you don't. They're different sizes. So that's the way you use it. You, you, uh, it's not like you have to put it together and then use it. The way you use it is, is that at every paint job, you have some places where you're painting closer to, you know, lower down, and then you'd, you'd have the, the smaller one. You can't use a larger one, it'll get in the way, right? Some ways you have higher up, you wouldn't be able to reach it, you need a larger one. So it's all... You have to constantly put it together and take it apart. It's not like a manure which when you put together, it's finished. I mean, you can take it apart when you don't want to use it, when you want to put it away. That's a different thing. 
Anyway, but al Kapanim, you see, like Rav and Shmuel, that putting it together by Kneish Shemunayu and who would the Nemita should they see him is Chayev Chatas. So Gemara says, and one, 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 a little bit more on the Brayshrip. Simoy Eimer Karen Agula Chayev Karen Shuta Potter. Karen Agula and a Karen Shuta. Rashi explains it's a type of uh, instrument. Sounds a little bit like a Scottish bagpipe. We have different konim, um, he says, different uh, sticks that are put into the put into the thing, and they have a lot of different sounds. A karenagula means that you put in all the different sticks in a very professional way, and and that's chayev chatas. A karen shuta would be put in in a sloppy, loose way. That's done amateurish, and that's derabanan. So, and Rashi also mentions about the Karim Shud, the Darkel of and Tamid. It's not meant to be assembled and kept that way. It's meant to be constantly put in and out. But that will be Darabonan according to this Brisa. But then it must be, but they say like this Tana, Tanya Malavna Samit Ukroi Samit Lavachim Shal Sakivim. The Malavna Samit, the Rashi says there, Shields for the be- the legs of the bed because they shouldn't go into into the dirt floor. They have a uh, a base kibul, and you have like reglayim tanim. Maybe they were made out of metal or rubber, and they would be screwed onto the bottom of the bed. And kroisamita means here yeah, the actual feet of the bed being screwed onto the frame of the bed. And levachim shel sakivim is a type of a board which was used in an arrow. That you uh, that you want to shoot the bow, using a bow and a, you know an arrow for the bows. You should not all these things. You shouldn't assemble the And if you do, it's the rabbanon. You shouldn't put it in tightly with screws. That's like a permanent thing. But if it's roughly, if it's loose. So then it's mutter. So that's what the psak is. So all these things which are not Gemara Kaili because they're loose or because you know, you're just assembling something that's the way you use it. It seems Lamaskana Sai Gemara because we pass in this way. It's mutter. And then goes, Vaita, Be'er Avchama have a mitagal nisa. In the house of Avchama there was a mitagal nisa. Have a ha'adalei b'yei metava. And they used to assemble the mitagal nisa which is similar to the mitashat ersiyim. It's a type of a bed that came upon and put together, and they used to put it together in Yamtiv. Why, why would you say it's mutter? Right? The Shalas is the Girsa of Rav Chama. I think the Shash says that Rav was Rav Chama's son. But anyway, but he said, why would you say it's mutter? It's, um, Rav Chama's good. He was related to him, I guess. And it might die to binyam ratzad who nei disur the rice like disur the banim yikam. It's not um, it's not a uh, it's not an isur but it should be an isur Because if you're doing a kalachayad, you know, it's because it wasn't done professionally; it was done roughly; it was done in a weak way. Why is at least asim rabbanan amalei and akav shingul zirulei damim hayirafli mutter? But that's the vart. The shaila is it's a basic question. When you have something which comes apart and then you assemble it, 
Right, if it's takam, right, if you let's say you get in a you get in a box a disassembled desk or table and you put it together with the screws, that's for sure the raisa. That's making a clea. Right? That's that's how you make a clea. But if you have something which you put together, you know, it fits together in slots. Right? That's the question, or the thing screws into each other, whatever it is, but not right? But it's tight. So there, that's a machlaik. Is that the rice or the rabbanan? Now, is that the rice because you're making a cleave? Is that the rabbanan because that's the point of the cleave? You take it apart, you put it together. You take it apart, you put it together. So that's only the rabbanan. Now, if it's the rice, so kalachayan would of course be the rabbanan. Any malach of the rice, and I'll do kalachayan. If it's the rabbanan, then it would seem Shem Gamliel says that when it was done roughly, already they weren't guys all together. Zak the Mishnah. Noisin kli tachas and el kabel nitzaitzes. You're allowed to take, let's say you have a candle, but you know, in those days like an oil lamp, and it starts, uh, sparks start coming out. Right? You're afraid that it might cause damage, make a fire, or damage things. So you're allowed to take a utensil and put it under the nair in order to catch the sparks, so it shouldn't light up the house, it shouldn't cause any burns. But you're not going to put water in this cleave. Because then you're putting out the sparks. And I'll do this as a kibli. On Shabbos and Yantif, there's an Issa kibli. On, uh, so you're not allowed to uh, put water in it. So first the Gemara goes on the issue of the sparks. Then how you let it do it? Because of the cleave we had before, at least there was one man, the Amman held that way, like Rashi says, Rav Yasef, <coughs> that, um, that says that there's bitul kli me'echanai, which means if you have a kli and you make it in a way that now you can't move the kli or use the kli anymore, so it's mevatul kli me'echanai. Rashi, there was two reasons. Rashi there says it's daimit to binyan. It's like you solidly put in the kli in its place, like with cement. Actually, in the last paragraph, says it's daimit to stira. It's like you're taking a kli, and right. But either way, so you're not allowed to put muks on a kli or have muks to go on a kli. Right? And it will be a basis because it's bitul kli meichane. So where's the Amr Avodah Breder? But Shuvah Nitzaytz the same memamish. That was the Gemara's Teretz earlier. Nitzaytz the same memamish that the sparks is not considered that it's making. It's like a muksa thing on a kli. The sparks don't count. The sparks. I think I thought that the sparks were uh, so if they're in the kli, so you're not allowed to move the kli. Right? So you made you mentioned that even though the sparks eventually burn out, so you're not really being without the kli mechane for all that long. How long does the sparks stay lit? Right? This gemara would seem that. There might be a problem, a bit of klimei even if it's only for a little bit. Do you discuss it at the end of the Msechta? I don't know if they bring this in. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they bring this as a riot, a bit of klimei Now, Nadegba goes into the other thing. You're not allowed to put water into this kli because you are extinguishing the sparks. So the Gemara says, Lehmetnan, stomach rabiesi. The Amar Gairim Likibli Asir. 
Maybe it says in the Mishnah Stam Krabyesi, which says Goyim Lakibui is also because you're not actually putting out the sparks, you're just putting water in the cleat, and then the sparks are going into it, they're being the Chaba by themselves. That's a groma. That's a groma. So there's a machlekis in the later in Parakokis Kiddush that the Rabbanan say that let's say there's a fire in the house, small fire, and you want to contain it. So you could take kalim and fill them up with water and put it around the fire. And that way, the fire won't be able to burn the kalim because they're full of water. So that would be an effective um, fence to stop the fire from spreading. And basically says of the kalim are new kalim, so that they could easily break. If they'll break, so then the water will splash on the fire. If the water splashes on the fire, that's kibui, and it basically holds a gram kibui is aser. So this Mishnah is saying like a basi, right? You're putting water into the kli, and that's causing the fire to go into the water and become kibui. So it's gram kibui. So lematan stomach a basi. So the Gemara says, "V'tizra, you think that's true?" Eimadam a basi b'shabbos, b'ayv shabbos miyamer. Basi only said on shabbos you now do gram kibui. When is he putting this kli lekabel nitzaytzer? An erev Shabbos. The chitaim achanayim b'Shabbos. No, maybe not. I mean, maybe it means that you're not allowed to put a kli. You're allowed to put a kli to mekabel nitzaytzer. It's an empty kli, but on Shabbos you can't put it wood. It's gram kibli. So what's the shvei? But a tanya. But the brayshes is not the way. The brayshes and nice kli dachs not kabel nitzaytzer b'Shabbos or insachlaim be'ev Shabbos. That the empty kli you're allowed to put there even on Shabbos because nitzaytzer say me'amamish and kolshkin you're allowed to put the erev Shabbos. But the clear with water, the Eden Lasaikamayim Neishu Machabe the Erev Shabbos and Sachlaim B'Shabbos. Even according to Yosi, how does it stem? There's nothing at all wrong with putting water in the way of a fire if you put it there Erev Shabbos, right? You're allowed to do something Erev Shabbos, which will cause a malacha to be done on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, Elam Ravashi Afilutayim Rabbanan Shani Yachem Neishu Machayev Eskibuya. Even go like the Rabbanan. But here it's different because you're making the kibbe go quicker. Now it's very unclear what the Gemara means. Right? And how could it be? <coughs> so Rashi says that the reason why it's us and Erev Shabbos is because it's more than gram kibbe, it's kibbe mamish. And therefore we can even ask on Erev Shabbos, Gzeir Mishim Shabbos. Even though normally we don't ask it to do a malacha, to start a malacha on Erev Shabbos and have the malacha be done on Shabbos, Gzeir Mishim Shabbos. Had a whole mission about that with Beishamai, right? You're allowed to put the wool into the dye and let it let it get dyed the whole Shabbos, etc. But in this case, where people won't understand that you're doing kibbutz, so if we have to be going to every Shabbos also, so people will get the idea that it's kibbutz. But why is the water kibbutz mamish? So Taisus says two mahalchem. The first mahalchem of Taisus is because we're afraid that you're going to take the, the real thing that's kibbutz is if you while the spark is falling, you put water into the kli. You have a kli, you put a kli down to mekal nitzaitzis, and the nitzaitzis are coming fast and furious. And while the nitzaitzis are coming, you put water in. So that's kibimamish. Or, if you take the kli and you raise it, you take the kli with water, and put it in the path of the falling spark. But, if you put the kli there with the water before the spark started coming, 
then it's Gram Kibui. So that's the Ikhikzeri. The Ikhikzeri is that he might put the water in the path of the falling spark, and that's Kibui. That was Rav Pavis's shot. But Ben Atam, he says that there's a difference, right? There's a very big Yisrael in Gromli. You have to know what's exactly what it means. But he says that Gram Kibui means that you put Kalim there, and then they break, and then the water puts out the fire. So you didn't put the water there. You put the kalim there, but that was goyim, the kalim should break, and the water puts out the fire. But if you put the water there, like he says, let's say you take uh, snow and put it around the fire, that wouldn't work. That's kibbuy mamish. That's mamish kibbuy. If you, if you put water in path, water itself, you put the water in the path of a fire, even if the fire wasn't coming yet, but you know the fire is going to come, and you put water in its path, that means kibbutz. That's why I'm with kibbutz. That's how it goes. Right? You know the gedar and magrama are very, ah, uh, very hard to get exactly. Right? You see, machlokes rishonim. Right? And the male the same idea. So male they were going to erev Shabbos, after Shabbos. Yeah, he even talks about it at the end of Tesis, and people still do this today. Are you allowed to put water on the bottom of an air, the bottom of the of the cup, the lamp that's holding the wick? And put oil on the top. Is that a problem like leading the Saikhimayim Mary of Shabbos? So he says no, it's not a problem. Because there the water is not for the purpose of putting out the fire. It's not really succeeding in putting out the fire. The point of the water is just to make the, the oil to be higher. You don't want the oil to be low because it won't burn well. What? Yeah, but the oil's not putting out the fire, that's what he's saying. Not like you're putting oil in the way of a burning thing to put it out. The oil is just to the point. Once the oil's gone, then the, then the water's there. Yeah, because there's no more oil left. Yeah, and as he says, any miskam on the kibbutz klal like bias Hashem. No, so maybe the pshat is like this. You ask him sekreisha. Maybe pshat because you're doing it erev Shabbos. Maybe on Shabbos we talk about sekreisha. But you're doing it erev Shabbos. So zeiras chazal not to do it erev Shabbos was if the reason why you're doing it is to extinguish it. So I'm afraid you might do it on Shabbos. So the reason why you're doing it is just as a method of lighting the thing. You don't have the Xavier. Okay, let's start the new parak. Fourth parak. So we had at the end of the second parak that you're not allowed to be matnim medavar amaysef hevel. Rashi says, Xavier shemi arsiach. No, the other way, Gzair Shemiyat Meremetz. Dover Meisif Hevel is Gzair Shemiyat Meremetz. Even if it's Erev Shabbos, you're not allowed to put a Dover Meisif Hevel, Gzair Shemiyat Meremetz, you might use coals. So what's Meisif Hevel and what's not Meisif Hevel? So Meisif says, Ain't time them, like the Gefes. Gefes is a psalis of either Zaysim or Shumshimin. When you make oil out of Zaysim and Shumshimin, the psalis is called Gefes. Velay Bezevel. Zevel? Kapshidday? Velay Bemelach is, um, Melech is salt, leib is seed, limestone, leib mechayel is sand, bein lach and bein yavashin. Even when they're dry, they're also mice of hevel. But there are other things, leib b'tevin, leib b'zogin, leib b'muchin, leib b'asavin. When you have things like tevin, straw, and zogin is a psalis of wine, and muchin is cotton, and asavin is grass, that's all b'zman shein lachin. When they're moist, then they're moist of hevel. Avalebizman chenivashim, when they're dry, they're not moist of hevel. Yibayalum, they ask the shayla, 
Kefesh al Zaysim Tanana, Vashim Shemeshabidami, is the point that the Mishnah Kefesh al Zaysim of olives, but Shumshim Sesame seeds are mutter. I don't know the Shumshim time of Kolshkain, the Zaysim, maybe it's the sesame seeds, and Kolshkain, it's the, the, the olives.